to enter the Elf Tree. You know, I never really would have considered starting every single one of my shows with the theme song in my own ears, because as far as I'm concerned, I could just edit the theme song in to just after I hit record and we just start talking. We don't have to do it, make it a live. We don't have to physically hear it. Yeah, but it really does put you in a good headspace. Yeah, to like even though it's not, we're not like putting on a show. We're into the show. Hey, man, if people you know. are, if people get to listen to the show, it's not fair that they get to hear the theme song and we wouldn't get to hear the theme That's song true. just because we could put it in post. I dig it. I mean, if, if you dig a theme song, it's never really going to get old. It's good. It's like the uh, Family Matters. Remember Family Matters? Oh, no. See, you picked one of the few sitcoms that I really have no recollection of. Uh, fa- uh, okay. Um, step by step, <laughs> day by day by day. That's a Patrick Duffy, Suzanne Summers. Vehicle. We got a hi dare, everybody. Oh, hi dare. Sorry, everybody. <laughs> hi. Hi, I'm Ian. Oh, yeah, we're doing a show. <laughs> we are. We are. Well, we just talked about getting into the show. <laughs> and I'm Joe. He is. Mm-hmm. He is. Dude, you were telling me. Uh, and, uh, and we're going to talk about flow. Yeah, we're talking about a progressive commercials. <laughs> no, I, was just, it was, I was just talking about uh, there was the, all, all those progressive commercials with flow, this very chipper. Highly know, paid actress. I'm sure. I'm sure she makes quite a name. pretty penny. I, I don't either. That's a, an unfortunate non-shout-out. She's a millionaire. She makes millions. Well, I don't know. As she should. I mean, she has to be the person that she is. Yeah, I mean, people get mad at Flo when Progressive screws them over. I want to talk to Flo. Anyways, it was a just a new commercial that I'd never seen, obviously. Um, but it was... Record. It looked like it was recorded in the '80s. You know, it was four by three. It looked like oh. an old VHS tape. They and they'd done it so well. It's just the a lot of those commercials are very clever. I enjoy, even though that character is just. It's like the dude you're getting a Dell guy. Oh, you remember that guy? I remember Justin Long being the Mac guy. The Mac and the PC. Like yeah. at a certain point, characters like that can can kind of overrun their course. Um, I think that this particular progressive commercial was clever enough that it got over the fact that, yes, this is a character we've seen a hundred thousand times now. Yeah. Um, it, it was, it was well done. It was a, an invigorating, you know, I was like, Oh, I might check progressive, but then I, I didn't. Of course not. Do you think when they get in the, the boardroom meetings and they're like, all right, we're going to do another commercial and they're all just like, oh, God damn it. do you think, they, do you think they invite her? So Flo comes in. <laughs> Don't say her name. She who must not be named. Yeah, That's they're, her, they're all terrified. <laughs> they don't even want to say her name anymore. Yeah, yeah. Now, I mean, it is crazy that that one person becomes the face of a multi-billion-dollar company, like a, a a service. You know? Yeah, it's insane. Apple at least lets their products speak for themselves. They kind of mm-hmm. spin around, and people interact with them with their hands, but not much more. You don't really ever see patty cake and yeah. Well, <laughs> it's never it's never a spokesperson selling you an apple yeah. an apple product, which I I dig. Usually, usually. somebody in a turtleneck. It's usually best. Sold. Well, he, I think Tim Cook now wears like a a black button up shirt. Uh, I don't know. I I haven't watched the. Apple Keynote in a little while. Yeah, that's one thing that I, I always, just read the play by play later on. Oh uh, yeah, I mean, who? It's 
Those things are so long. I don't want to watch that damn An hour shit. and a half later, I'll see all the information as quickly as I want to see exactly. it. I won't have to sit through a sales pitch. I mean, if you're busy doing something, that's the thing is like, unless you're there sitting in the seats. Yes. I, I mean, I'm not, I would never want to like, I, I don't know. I feel like a dick being even like talking about like, well, I don't like, want to be the guy that's like, hey, anyone who watches these things online live. <laughs> no, like, but come on, dude. It's like an award show. I mean, yeah. we, we had this same conversation a couple of weeks ago. Like, I, I would rather sit at home, watch a movie, and then check Twitter, you know, two or three hours later. But it's and such see a who pattern, won. though. Isn't it almost yeah. like, yeah, there's going to be something else in a couple of years, guys. So that's not even a couple of years. I mean, Apple in releases a, year, yeah. a brand new update of every single product on their product line every year. And then now it's like watches. clockwork almost. And now they're adding the watch. Speaking of clockwork, a work. <laughs> clockwork. <laughs> clockwork. Um, that's so well. <laughs> the fuck? That's like Pablo Picasso. Uh, <laughs> you know. Don't look at me. My name is Clockwork. No, that okay. was Salvador Dali. Who Salvador Dali. Did the, he did all the melty things. Yeah, the melty yeah, clocks. That's he was right. awesome. That's man. what I'm talking Salvador's about. Salvador's great. Man, he's a... Yeah, you had it. He, he, well, no, I said Pablo Picasso. That's, he was cool, too. Well, he had, he he had was some Pablo pretty weird-ass misplaced things, like titties up where the face is supposed to be did, and the eyeballs where the titties are supposed and, to like, be. And, like, giant triangle nose, <laughs> you know. Dude, artists of that day, man. People just went balls to the wall. That's they did. That's the thing. Either things... Some of the greatest art, like look at this. This is a Van Gogh you've got hanging mm-hmm. in your in your room. I've I've added a couple things. He he stole the original. This I stole is the, original. the original. Van Gogh is in my room. And Joe has permanently altered this this beautiful work of art. But it is a life size replica, though. It is uh, a it's, it's a replica for yeah, real, legitimately. It's, it's oh of the actual painting. It is a print, but then there yeah. is a painted over texture that makes it bumpy like real paint. Okay, but it is yeah. it's a rip off. That's but, you know. But it's, it is it is what it is. But it's I would still consider that a fairly abstract piece because just the the way that the lines I mean are very visible. It's just it's almost like you've got kind of a mosaic type of filter over it. You know, which which I I enjoy. I just feel like he doesn't care what we're talking about. I think he looks like no, he's looking at us going, hmm, yeah, hmm. What do you have to say? Hmm. That's what the Van Gogh picture looks like. Hmm. He's like, hmm, hmm. No smile? But You didn't want to give yourself a smile, man? You know, it's either- Self-portrait? Either, either things were so so much different and, and, and gripping and inspiring in, in fine art to me, or they're just so beautifully lifelike and realistic. Like, it's- I, I I don't necessarily know what you're supposed to see in art. Fine art. I mean, how do you interpret something? You know, I mean, that's what's funny about art to me is like, even even making music or even I mean, I make like the weirdest shit. I don't even know how to explain it, and I just kind of get in a roll. I get on a roll where I'm like, just making something until I feel satisfied to quit. Yeah. I could go back to that thing in 30 years. I don't know what the hell I was thinking at, at the exact moment. You know, right. may, sometimes I I know that whatever happens whenever I get in those zones, it's always good. Yeah. But what message I'm trying to convey is not always very clear to well, me. Because so while you're conveying it, while you're trying to put this thing together, you're you're still trying to just find the voice. It doesn't mean that that's how it's going to come out. And after it comes out, your perception of it from that point forward is always changed because mm-hmm. you can't ever go back to the mindset you had before it came out. Yeah. Cause you're always going to be influenced by what it actually became. Yeah. You and know, I, which I, is, which is bizarre. 30 years. Yes. You might not remember exactly what you were trying to convey, 
Yeah, I mean, you know, but that's the thing is like, I know uh, a lot of artists back in the day, especially in the Renaissance times, Okay, those guys were being commissioned to do some pretty crazy shit. Like a lot of- um, By churches. Churches. By by religious uh, and and Yeah, leaders. Yeah. Yeah, they would have to go and do these things. So they'd be around those societies, like that kind of, it was a different part of society versus the world that a lot of these artists lived in. They weren't, they didn't have a lot of money. Obviously they make money and then they become- you know, it's okay, like any job. Okay. You you make more money and then you start hanging around people. Right. But most of them came from places where they started hiding all these crazy messages, which is conveyed to us. I don't even know if that's... See, that's the thing. That's what's hard with art for me is like you hear someone's interpretation, like some expert artist, mm-hmm. uh, that movie, who the fuck is uh, Pollock? Jackson Pollock. Jackson Pollock. Yeah. And it's basically this old woman who finds a Jackson Pollock... Uh, oh, yes. An original. Okay. And the art community would not verify it as an actual uh, Jackson. true Jackson Pollock, even right. though they did DNA sampling of the actual paint. Wow. And then DNA sampling of the paint that was on the floor of his actual studio. Hmm. That's now a museum. Yeah. Uh, and it, it's a match. It's the same exact, it has the same elements. I mean, it's literally, there's, hmm. it would be, in, and this was bought in a, like a thrift store kind of thing. Yeah, I, so, I remember reading the blurb for this. Just the odds of that happening to where you could create something that is literally perfectly in tune with what he did as an artist. Yeah. His whole, that was, was, was crazy. Everyone's like, oh, he just splattered paint on, on canvases. But the way he would layer it, yeah. people couldn't really replicate. He had his own formula of doing it in his own studio. He would drink a lot. He would smoke a lot. And so he may have been in his own <laughs> headspaces at the time where he just did yeah. it a certain way, but no one could replicate it because you're not Jackson Pollock. Right. And so people interpret all sorts of art and try to create these meanings out of it but I don't, I mean, it's hard for me to think, like, is any of that really valid? You yeah. Know? Sistine Chapel stuff, maybe. Yeah, I mean, you see, um, is it David touching the hand of God? Is that what it In was? The Sistine Chapel, yeah. And yeah, and you kind of realize, to me... Which, damn, I would like to see that. Anyways. Oh, yeah, that'd be amazing. But I would want to see it only if there was scaffolding and I could lay... Yeah. In a, a painter's jumpsuit, like I was actually painting oh, it. No way, dude. There's no way you would ever get me up that high. You wouldn't go that high? No on? way. <laughs> Absolutely not. Not even if you're high? No. In especially not. Especially not. I well, mean, I just, I don't know. I mean, maybe if I was, I, no, still, not even on ropes. Not even if I was strapped up there and there was no way I could fall. I still just, for some reason, that paralyzes me. Would you shit yourself? In the Sistine? The Sistine. Someone shit in here. <laughs> I can't wash up in here. <laughs> like dive bombs. Someone's impeding my time the, with the Lord. In the middle of the service. <laughs> you know. How high is that? You think? I don't even uh, know how high the Sistine Chapel is. I don't either. I we'll don't have to look either. that up. I think my I think my parents have been. Not that they can help us right now. No, not at the time. We're no. not live, really. We're not. I wish we were alive. That'd we, be fun. We're, we're alive. We are alive, definitely. We we could be. We could be live at certain points. I mean, we could do this show probably, you know, about four o'clock in the afternoon. Yeah, four or five o'clock, and then we could we could be live like through YouTube or Skype or how how would we do like that? UStream or something like that. I mean, there are, there are a number of different programs we could probably use. Yeah, you know, it would just be trying to figure out how to get a simultaneous feed to Logic and to UStream. 
Oh, that's true. I don't know how we would do that. Eh, Unless, a little research, you know? Yeah, exactly. We could do a little research or we could figure out a way to have the little travel mic here, mm-hmm. have it plugged into another computer that's you streaming. Ah. So it's not going to be this kind of kind of sound. But that's they're, not they're a also, bad idea. You know, it's an it's it's it might get us started. It's like the failsafe idea as an idea. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. we should be able to figure it out, right? We can start it. Yeah. If you know exactly how we should do this, then call us up five five five. Big Bear. Big Bear. Um, it's no at uh, at high underscore dare. Yeah, on we're Twitter. on the twits, Turs. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> we are the twits. We are the twits. No, but art is crazy, dude. It it, it is. It's one of those things that. It's really up to everybody can make up whatever they want to believe yeah. they think it means, you know? Yeah. So I don't know. I just, uh, I think it's one of those things I love. I don't know. I would have loved to have seen, I, I, I didn't really consciously make this choice, but while I was in New York, I, I thought about yeah, going to a museum. I thought about going to an art museum just to kind of see some stuff. I probably would have gone to the, Metropolitan Museum of Art, because I believe they would have had some of the older pieces as opposed to a lot more of the contemporary and the modern art. When you stare at art, do you, um, like when you go to a museum, do you kind of move through quickly or do you really stare at paintings? I don't know. The, really, the only time I can remember being an adult and trying to actually get something out of a museum was uh, when we went to the Hammer Museum with Danger. And oh. we were walking around there and I actually. see took- Hammer. He was there just yeah. doing the MC Hammer they, dance. Every single one of his pants, his parachute <laughs> pants, were on display. But they were on display on like full size mannequins. So they, they were hammer dancing across the fucking exhibit, you know? And, that, and exhibit was that there. That needs to happen. Exhibit was there. He was the MC of the night. Oh, tr- also trying to give away shitty cars. everyone's rise. Oh, yeah. gosh. Dude, I read some articles about that where a lot of the people that got their cars, yeah. those things just fall apart. I'm they're sure. Just, I'm sure they're... Or they, after the show, they take away some of the electronics. Yeah. I mean, the, it's it's like with the Tiny House Nation show that Simon yeah. was on. I mean, there, there were things that was implied that were going to be provided and put in the home that Simon and Lindsay ended up having to find and pay for themselves. You know, it's tiny just, house. It just is what it is. What do you know? have to say about that? That's, I, I, that's I a... don't, I, you know, that's, I know that they were kind of going back and forth with them on it. I don't entirely know how it full on ended, but yeah. there are elements that, that Simon and Lindsay kind of had to tweak and on the phone. They're just like, I mean, yeah, I mean, we'll just pay for it. And then, then they're like, Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. You guys, yeah, yeah, you guys take care of that. That would be such a big help (laughs) for us. That would be great for the networks. Yeah. Yeah. They're all high fiving each other. Gonna go eat at Jimmy John's. Yes. We can can supersize it today. Jimmy John's for the office. Oh, dude. For the office. (laughs) So, dude, speaking of the office, you just got switched back to the vampire shift. No, dude. It's a, I, you know, I'll be honest. I think the nighttime is a very special time. Special time. Special time. Uh, I, I like nights. I like my nights. I really liked working on Dallas for that reason. Um, it was something I never expected growing up as a kid. I knew a few people whose parents uh, worked nights, like mm-hmm. Shelby's dad. Calvin is a firefighter. Nice. He, uh, he works 24-hour shifts, you know. So does Cameron now. Um, but I just, I could never fathom 
it's just a whole different world in life. Yeah. Um, and then when I started working on Dallas, that's what I was doing. It was overnights. And I got used to, you know, eight months of overnights. And then the rest of the year, I come back to days and, you know, have normalcy and then go back to the nights and stuff. Yeah. It's a very peaceful time. I enjoy my, uh, I enjoy being able to just do my work and then do my work. Yeah. You know, get her done. Get her like, <laughs> done. Get her done. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, I remember uh, one of my one of my friends when I was like 14, his mom worked uh, the night shift as a nurse. Okay. And uh, she would, you know, she would take off. Nurses and, are so under underappreciated. Oh, man, they fucking make the world go Especially around. Especially night nurses. You know, to a degree. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, she would take off, I guess, at like, 11 maybe i can't remember exactly what time or no like 7 p.m and then she would come back at 7 a.m okay it was like a 12-hour shift yep yep (laughs) i was a hooligan when i was younger and i'm still a hooligan i guess (laughs) uh but i was like 14 my buddy and i would you know we'd smoke out the house nice you know she'd take off we'd watch the lebowski oh this is your mom okay right 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 well it was his mom oh his mom yeah his mom she she worked the night shift okay and so she would take off. Like, she would just see ya, you know. She would leave us some food, and we would just throw something in the oven or... Like that movie, Last Action Hero? La- totally, yeah. Where the kid, you know... Except Schwarzenegger, you know, she would she kind of looked like Schwarzenegger. Not really. No. no. <laughs> see you guys later. See you later. Oh, that was horrible. <laughs> no, that, that, horrible. that wasn't a good one. Beep, beep. <laughs> so she, uh, she would leave us, like, Hot Pockets or some shit. Cool. And take off. So she'd be gone. And as soon as she left, uh, we would, and I'm not going to say his name. You know, I don't want to incriminate anybody. Pull anybody into my story, fantasy land Call him of Roman my childhood. Polanski. Roman Polanski and I <laughs> would. See, it just makes it a more interesting story now. We'd pull out his bong that we both bought in Austin. Okay. We like yeah. both Ooh. chipped in and bought a bong in Austin because our, si- our older siblings went to college at, to UT. A water so we pipe. Would, water what was pipe. a water pipe. Yeah. And so we'd go up to visit them. We'd take the Greyhound bus up to Austin and we'd just hang out there and, you know, party it up. Nice. And then we'd, <laughs> nice. I, was such, I was a kid too. Yeah, yeah. But uh, anyway, when his mom would leave, we would uh, load up his little water pipe. Yeah. And we would just get blazed. We'd blaze out the house completely. Because wow. by the time uh, she would get home, you could just open the back door. It was right. a sliding door. And it would just air out and you would never know. No. Because you can't tell. No. It just goes away. No. As long as there's no fresh flower around. Right. It's it's gone. It should be gone. If your house if your house smells like stale weed smoke, then you need to open a window. You've got other issues going you on. Got, you've got something, man. You've got some dirty ass shit going on. Yeah. <laughs> Don't you be blaming no 14-year-old pot smoker. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. So anyway, she... <laughs> Did she ever catch you? Oh, this is what I was going to get to. Oh, dude. yes, yes. <laughs> she totally got us. <laughs> so all of a sudden, you know, we knew when she was home because you could hear the garage door. And all of a sudden, we hear the, mm, the vibration, and we're, and we're both blazed out of our minds. So this is clearly not at 7 a.m.? No, this was like midnight, 1230. Oh, shit. She okay. got off early. She, like, whatever happened, she was sent home. All she the people, the, the last person passed away, and so she was The last person that, that needed a Band-Aid. Yeah. Um, she put that Band-Aid on. Got that on. Band-Aid, and she's like, I'm going to go home. She slapped that last baby's ass, <laughs> and <laughs> nope. Then she, that's, that's, right. that's her smacking go the to baby's sleep. cheek. You go to sleep. Stop it. 
Is that like <laughs> supposed to be slapping that baby in the face? That's kind of weird. <laughs> no. <laughs> but the freaking garage door was opening. My buddy runs and he fucking dives into his bedroom in his bed, shuts all the lights off and closes his door. So I'm like locked out. What? In the living room, just like, oh shit, oh shit. And I'm what? high out of my mind. He, fucking, he abandoned he left me. you? He abandoned me like in oh, Jurassic Park when, no. he, when uh, you know. He left us. He left us. He left us. But that's not what I'm going to do. Yes. Yes. <laughs> in the okay. drainage pipe. If we, if we ever see that playing. At like a movie in the park or something like that. Mm-hmm. You, me, and Martin, we got a three movie. Goes I will up. lose Jurassic my park. mind. Jurassic Park. Dude. I will go. Yeah, absolutely. I, I'm actually going to predict right now movies at the park. Someone, uh, Sinespia. Someone or this season. Whoever. Can do it. Yes. Someone here in LA, please, if you're listening to this, do a Jurassic Park. That'd be amazing. Oh, man. It's going to be successful. We got to do the drive in too. Oh yeah, that's gonna be cool. Dude. It's just an experience. I mean, you never. Get yeah. To, you never get to go and see and watch a movie in a. In your car. What is that song that the little thing, come on down to the lobby and get yourself, you know, yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. all crazy and creepy, a little popcorn <laughs> and uh, Coke dancing around. And the hot dog. The hot dog was dancing around too. It was programming in. That it was. was programming people to go, when I go to the movies, I have to have a Coke, I have to have popcorn, and I have to have a candy. What if everybody did like file out when that song played? Or started revving their engines. We like to breathe in gas instead. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like... What people would do in uh, Mad Max, they don't like to eat popcorn when during their movies. They just like to rev their engines and smell their own gas. Yeah, yeah, smell their own fumes. I don't know that whole movie's so of, steampunky. What kind of uh, what kind of drive-in theater goer would you be? Would you be the like park facing the screen and like sit in your car looking through your windshield watching the movie, or would you like take someone's van or truck or something and like back it up and then open the tailgate and so everybody's like sitting in the back of the, the van and truck or around like on a, mm. you know, you bring like kind of laying back holding chairs. You yeah. make this little picnic area or something Ooh. like that. I don't know. I mean, it depends. I, actually, I would try both ways. With. Yeah. My first trip, I would definitely just sit and do it like old fashioned. Yeah. Just staring through the, because I think it would keep me more awake. I think if I was too relaxed, like yeah. laying in the back of a van, looking out the, the open yeah. doors, I'd Pass out. You'd fall asleep. <laughs> so yeah, I'm out. Oh, man. There is something about seeing a movie out in the open like that. Oh, yeah. It's neat. It's neat. With arms wide open. With arms <laughs> wide open. So, dude, she comes home. Oh, she dives okay. into his bed. Okay. Oh, My only reaction. Wah, wah. Roman Polanski dives into Roman his Polanski. bed. Roman Polanski. Shout out. <laughs> dude, he's, he was such a fucking amazing dude, man. Mm. Like, we, we kind of disconnected over the years like it was a it was a bad set of circumstances that kind of and it was my fault you know uh, kind of situation where i was just in a weird pressured headspace and i gave into some falsities i guess in my life sure and let go of people we've done that yeah yeah and so i ended up uh anyway so he runs in dives into his bed shuts the lights off i'm like freaking out so his you're in the living room yeah i can hear the door closing she's TV? shutting the door of the car and i'm like fuck you I watch, run in the are bathroom. Are you watching anything on TV? No, the TV's off. Like everything was shut down. We oh, shut wow. down. I mean, it was like, <laughs> game over. Yeah. But I don't know where I'm supposed to go. I normally slept in the living room on the couch, you know, with a with a blanket. Oh. And so n- none of those things were there. So I didn't have a blanket or anything. So why would I just be standing in the living room as you walked in? <laughs> and the place was fucking foggy. Oh, you know? man. So yeah, the whole place is fogged out. 
I run into his bathroom. That's the only thing I could think of. <laughs> I slam the door, lock it, shut the light off, and I sit on the toilet. I just sit there, dude. I was shaking, dude. And you know what? I wasn't like scared because his mom was really cool as shit. She okay. was super cool. Yeah. Uh, he, it's just that you just got caught with your pants. Well, down he freaked out. So I freaked out. Yeah, I'm like, okay. all right, uh, I can't get grounded by her. Yeah, because she it's could his tell my mom, mom but right. she's not going to because she's, I think she was, I, I don't know. I just in my head, I was like, she's still too cool to tell my mom. Yeah. Even if, you know, but I freaked out because he did. I'm like, I don't know what she's going to do. Yeah. So there's wow. still mystery behind it, you know? <laughs> so she comes in. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> she goes, <laughs> boo boo. Who's smoking marihuchi without me? No, she did not. <laughs> no, <laughs> she, she did, did not, dude. And I hear him just start laughing his ass off in his, from his room, dude. And I'm still sitting there like, is this actually happening? Is this right going now? on right now? It, and it happened. It wow. happened. It was the first time where um, I think, you know, uh, legend becomes reality. You know? Wow. So Myth did you becomes, smoke with his mom? We, we took a puff. And uh, oh, of the right, magic right. dragon, nice. And it, it wasn't anything like, yeah. It was nothing drawn out. It was just mm, that was nice. Yeah, okay. Well, you guys have a good night. I got off early, and she went to bed. And wow, we uh, went to the hot tub. We had a little hot tub outside, and we just literally had to sit out there. And we were talking about the entire <laughs> situation. You guys, you guys freaked out. Well, he, I mean, he knew because she would like. She was a pretty big hippie growing up. Okay. And her brothers, they all would like get together, even as adults, from time to time, and partake in okay. some yeah. some little camp trips and have some time. Nice. And so it was like he knew, but it was there was just the wall between him and that moment, you know. And that was I was there in that moment, and it was fucking terrifying. You know? That's man, that's funny because it was about whole clincher. That could definitely go, you know, one of two ways. One of two ways. You guys are lucky. The, the beatings or... Uh, or the, uh, the, the feedings. <laughs> Give know. me some of those Cheetos. I'm hungry. Yeah, seriously. The some, feedings. Got some munchies, dude. <laughs> dude, <laughs> what is she doing? She was coughing. Maddie and Fitz got in a fight tonight. Ooh. Like a real fight. What it, happened? Uh, Fitz, uh, he eats fancy food. So he has like... Um, fancy food. He had lamb, lamb chops tonight. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Some lamb chops. Mint, mint jelly. Uh, yep. Yeah. Uh, some fish tartare. Some. some uh, <laughs> came with some young guy. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yes. No, but uh, Steve and Stacy cut off, you know, some pieces for her to have, you know, her for own Maddie. little. Yeah, yeah. Like these were for Maddie. These are for her. And dude. She never gets aggressive ever, Man. ever. And that was the the straw that broke the camel's back. Was he was kind of wow. getting up in her biz while she was trying to get to her little her spoils. Her treat, yeah. It was her one little time to eat meat because I don't give her meat, right? You know? Right. Martin gives her meat. Martin does. Okay. Yes. Yes. <laughs> and then that's her. That's she knows exactly what. She gets when she comes over to the house. What does she do? The apartment. The, the second I mean, she runs she in. She doesn't even say hi. She didn't say hi to anybody. No. She runs into the kitchen and sits by the refrigerator. What? Whether Martin's there or not. An ass. Yeah, well, she is a horse's ass. Or what a genius. I mean, she she <laughs> has us trained. Not, a, not even us. She has Martin trained. She does. He, well... I think she misses the slices of meat on purpose. I'm wondering if they have each other trained. Uh, that's true. Because, uh, dude, he fucking loves her, man. He does. He yeah. does. Shout I, out Martin. There's not much to not love about, uh, about this dog. 
So, Martin, if you're listening, uh, uh, officially invite to Hyde Air. Yeah, hey, you're officially <laughs> invited on Hyde Air, Martin. Dude, we got through uh, how many episodes of Three Movie Ghosts? Oh, uh, 18. 18 episodes. Yeah, go Dude. check them out. Chappie just went up. Um, Chappie up on today? Su- Sunday. Uh, yeah, today. Well, yeah. well, well we released we, Yeah, this. we're recording this Sunday, but... So we'll say it's live. Yeah, it's definitely live. Yeah. <laughs> we just saw Chappie. Yesterday, <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. Three exactly. days ago. Now we did Chappie actually uh, before you took a off to New York. Ago, yeah, yeah. So we haven't, you know, we're kind of all. Uh, we took a little bit of a break. We did. It we was tried a much not needed. To, yeah, we tried not to make it the, uh, a break for the audience as much as possible, but yeah. Well, we 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 back cataloged ourselves so that we, we could did. release the shows on time and on schedule, and yeah, we're well, gonna I jump into. In a documentary, maybe next year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what we're we're kind of. I like that idea. Considering it's a it's I'm a good one. It. A documentary, a good documentary would be good. Yeah. Well, yeah. I keep saying good. I want to watch a bad documentary that does nothing but waste our time. No. No. I don't know. I mean, why? I was just kidding. That <laughs> I mean, if you could sell me on that, then I'd give it a shot. What kind of? It's just. I could sell you. I just forgot my my PowerPoint presentation can and we do, some of my um, my briefcases. The, the Justin Bieber documentary. Only if I can wear one of those wigs where I can put the bangs in front of my face. The Back wish. when Justin Bieber still was kind of cute. Oh, like you know? like had his yeah, like emo, an adorable emo. Oh, look at him. Yeah, yeah, fangirls. They like it. You know. Well, you know now he's just flexing his titties. Well, he did just get in some panties. He's got the. Um, the Comedy Central roast coming out. Oh, I think it already happened. I, I, I think it already happened, but I think it airs something like this weekend or next weekend or something Ooh. like that. So I want to watch that. I don't know why. Yeah, I, I, you know, I'd be curious. What if that was three movie ghosts? We watch uh, the comedy, the roast, the of- Comedy Central roast of Justin Bieber. <laughs> that would be fucking hilarious. <laughs> it might be pretty funny. That's uh, we'll we'll give it a, a. It's not a movie, but yeah. There are there are a lot of movies now. That Jackson Pollock movie you were talking about is a documentary. It's great, dude. Is it on Netflix? Who the fuck is Jackson Pollock? And it uh, it's a great documentary that talks about the whole kind of art community to a degree of how it, um, I guess, verifies art and a little bit of the uh, kind of pompous, uh, snotty attitude of it and how it will reject. Well. Yeah. Some truths, even when DNA uh, evidence is kind of presented. It's pretty if, interesting. If somebody feels as if they've collected the definitive list of all official Jackson Pollock paintings and suddenly a new one pops up, they're going to be incredibly resistant to mm-hmm. that kind of information. Especially uh, if it's somebody who... Because who's going to tell them they're, they're wrong? Yeah. They're the Jackson Pollock expert foundation. Well, it's almost like people yeah. refuse to admit that this multi-million dollar painting could have been bought for tw- what I don't even know how much she spent like 25 bucks or something yeah it was some ridiculous at a thrift store low. or yeah. you know so she a just flea market she found it cuz somebody didn't know what they had clearly yeah somebody got pissed off and threw a bunch of paint at this <laughs> thing i don't know you wanna- but then towards the end Harrison Ford busts in with his his fedora on and he's like that belongs in a museum and then and then the room gets silent and everyone's like hey Harrison what's that what's that scar on your forehead <laughs> and then he slowly backs out like the Kool-Aid man from South Park or from Family Guy remember oh yeah when he does the oh yeah 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 sorry yeah. no no that's the uh 
that's him like backing away. Yeah. I like how they brought that character back in, in that moment with the time machine. Remember when Stewie and Brian go through time? Yeah. Yeah. And it's from one of the first seasons, I guess. Mm -hmm. Well, they go back in time in one of the later seasons before he gets to break through the wall. So they're like on the other side of the wall, hanging out with the Kool-Aid oh, man nice. before he does that whole scene. Nice. It was cool. Nice. That's great. Yeah, it was See, cool to like tie it in like Seth that. McFarlane. That's that's a dude who has, he's he's got to be able to compartmentalize his brain so well. Like Trey Parker and Matt Stone. I mean, they run that show like, I, like clockwork. It's yeah. ridiculous. I don't know how. Yeah, that's almost a... And by that show, I'm talking about South Park. South Park, yeah. You know, Seth MacFarlane does th- like three shows. Oh, well, Ooh. no, Cleveland show's no longer on. So two shows. Yeah. He lightened the load. He did. But I'm sure he... But I then mean, he started adding feature films. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing is that guy is not slowing down in any aspect at all. No. Family Guy is kind of like a well-working machine, I guess. I wonder how much writing he actually does on it anymore or if he just kind of goes in and does all his lines and then he can walk, you know? I mean, as an executive producer, I... I I'm sure he gets say so, but I'm sure he's got. They've got a writing team now yeah. that's just you know cracked the the voice for sure. I mean, I just feel like I don't know. Maybe this is arrogant to think, but I feel like I could write for, on their team. Like I feel like I could yeah. be good enough to come up with some pretty funny cutaways and all that shit because that's really the bread and butter of that show is the cutaways. Yeah, and so I feel like the people that they're going to hire at that level are going to be top notch. Yeah. So if I feel like I could do it, there's people that are just fucking killer. So he doesn't even have to really do anything anymore. He just right. knows it's going to be funny shit. Yeah. Yeah. He can just do his voicings, you know, or his, uh, I wonder how long he spends in the booth Ooh. every episode. Yeah, that's true. Like how, how many times does he read over the same lines or, well, cause yeah, how many different takes, but he's also five, six different characters on the show at any given, in any given episode. Do you think he does it from his jet while he's flying? <laughs> yes. yes. He's got his little he, booth in the jet? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he's got his little <laughs> soundproof booth. He's like kind of hunched over like he's in the uh, the airplane bathroom. I, the know? ceiling's not, not quite <laughs> tall enough. He's like kind of leaning over. Oh, man. And he's still... Uh, have you ever taken a dump in a bathroom in a plane? Sure. Sorry, that's a personal question. It, I know well, that's it like is, a, but I mean, uh, sure. I've been a kid before. You know, flying across, you know, over to England, you know, an eight or ten hour flight. Like, oh man, sometimes not man, eating that chimichanga. Yeah, it's like, ooh, should have got the chicken. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so sure. Yeah, why? No, I was just wondering. I just, no, uh, yeah. you those don't things, mind if I mark this down flush, in my notebook? Those things flush with such ferocity. Yeah. It's it, ridiculous. I heard this myth that it like pulled somebody's uh, intest- intestines out of their asshole. I heard the myth because of the pressure. I heard the myth that some kids sat. You know, they were at a public pool and the little kitty wading pool that's like a foot deep sat on top of the 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 uh drainage suction oh, thing no. and sucked his intestines out. I, I just think those it. are I think those Is might that real? Be, I don't know, dude. I think they might be urban legend type of stories. Oh fuck. Can you imagine? Like what would you do? I mean, it would be like one of those moments you look down oh. and you're like, Oh, those are my intestines. oh god. I, oh, I, I feel I, sour stomach. Oh I well I mean You just have to start swimming to the top. Right? Well, uh, yeah, if you're in the bottom of like a 12 foot oh. pool, I mean, would it oh sting God, in the chlorine? <laughs> I mean, this is getting too vivid for oh, me. Oh, dude, like uh, vivid entertainment? Yes, like, like <laughs> vivid. Shout out. 
No, but it is like one of those stories you hear. Like, if that is true, if that really happened, oh my God. Yeah. But if it didn't, shame on whoever created that. Yeah. And also, uh, blessings and uh, kudos well, like to the, creating such a nasty story. It's like the it's father great. from uh, it's uh, from Arrested, father of the bride. Arrested oh. Development. Father of the Bride. Steve no, because he was always trying to teach uh, his kids the lesson, and he had the guy with the one arm, <laughs> yeah. and everything ended up with the guy losing his arm. And, and like, that's why. And that's why. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and that's why you don't play yeah. with the drainage. Yeah, dude, that was genius. Oh man, gosh, that would be a really bad dude. Speaking of, oh my god, Jordan. Jordan. He's actually yep. coming uh, to town at the end of the month. Nice. Beginning of next month. He's nice. going to come hang for a couple of days. So we got we got to hang out. Shout out. Shout out, Jordan. Dude, his sister drowned in a pool. And her son, Gunner, found her. Wow. Drug her up. And she was basically done for like nine minutes, eight minutes. Something oh, like that. no, dude. And they brought her back to life. And she's fucking at home already. Like, just is she like okay? Back. Yeah, oh, all her shit. brain activity came back. Like, no way. Yeah, man. dude. Everything is like. Look at that, dude. Insane. Her whole family. So can, this is recent. Yeah, they they put out a um for the hospital bills and everything. They put up like a, a oh, GoFundMe. Sure. Yeah, which we can put a link for that. But yeah, they, I mean, absolutely. That shit's expensive. You go to the hospital, it ain't cheap. No, it's but, that's um, a shame, dude. They were able to save her life. Uh, and she, you know, she's got, yeah, she's got a family and everything like that, oh, but boy, shout out Tiffany. Wow. We are fucking unbelievably so beyond excited that miracles are unbelievable to witness. So yeah, I don't know. how. To, <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, it blew my mind, dude. It's one of those things where I'm like, for just $5 a day, for just $5 a day, you can save the life of this kitten. Go fund me. Click your keyboard. Click, the link click. is on the bottom of your screen right now. It's like little mice clicking. They like kittens. <laughs> yeah. The little mice they from, think they're C- so cute. from Cinderella. Kittens are cute, but they don't realize the kittens grow old and they eat them. They do. Ian. They do. I don't know. But yeah, Tiffany, welcome back to Earth. You welcome are a back. badass. Yeah, congratulations. To the, to the Sweeney family. Not Sweeney Todd. Mm. Don't, that would be the Todd. Ahead. That would be the Todd family. Yep, they're not care- They're not holding scissors, ready to give right. a little. Because I believe his first name was Sweeney. That's true. Yeah, yeah. It could be Todd Sweeney. Like uh, if it was a roll well, call, it would be Sweeney yes, Todd. Yes, exactly. <laughs> it would be you know if he was filed in the Dewey Decimal System, it would yeah. be under Todd Sweeney. The Dewey Decimal. Yeah, yeah. Why is it called Dewey Decimal? Decimal. Decimal. Okay, so probably because the guy who who came up with this system of cataloging things, his name was probably something Dewey. Would have been maybe his last name, and then Decimal because he fucking his first name was Decimal, last name Dewey. Yes, (laughs) (laughs) yes, yes, exactly. Um, he just figured out a system for organizing, cataloging, and filing books so that a library system could be possible. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Dewey Decimal System, and it's it was it's been around for ages until you know barcodes and and things were able to become digital. And you know, the, the computer uh, system. What is the little codes that we've got with our business cards? Those little uh, like oh QR, QR codes, codes. Yeah, yeah, those things. Dude, isn't it crazy? Did you ever go in a library and like pull out the little thing and you have to go through the little cards? Yeah, and that's find... the Dewey Decimal System. 
Those oh, are the card well, the card catalog, and that they have the the fucking system in there. Did you have that down whenever you went in there? No, I I I learned how to do it probably at my in my two years at public school. I probably learned how to do the Dewey Decimal System, and then when my mom homeschooled us and we started going to the library on our own, and it was a computer system, I was like, oh screw that, yeah, yeah, there it is, and it's it was easy. <laughs> so no, I I I saw where I saw where technology was progressing, and yeah. I jumped on it. Even at you know eight years old, dude. Do you know what those things always reminded me of? Wait, no, Ghostbusters. <laughs> oh yes, remember? Yeah, when they open up and all the cards start flying out. <laughs> yeah, and then they finds the goo on them. Ooh, puts gosh. it a little less. See, I seem to get to those two movies somewhat confused. Even though I, because which ones? The Ghostbusters and Ghostbusters Two. Oh, gotcha. Because I definitely have seen Ghostbusters Two more than I've seen Ghostbusters, but it was it with seems, the Ewoks. Ewoks, e- 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 <laughs> e- yeah. Now. Well, no, with the painting, with the painting. Yeah, yeah. Vigo. Yeah, Vigo. <laughs> yes. Oh gosh, dude. dude, they're both amazing they films. Are. They are. Yeah. They are. I think the I think the first one was a little bit too. Uh, ethereal or something like the ghost. It was really dark. The ghosts were not characters for mm. the first one. It was very dark. It was very kind of like whoa, demons so like in bodies. Yeah, my parents probably didn't show us that one for a reason. Yeah, the second one was a little bit more lighthearted. the The bad guy was something you could tangibly see, like the Michelin the guy Man, in the painting. I mean, it was a state puff marshmallow. Marshmallow. It, it was. It looked like in the Michelin Man. But then in the second one, they they are on top of the Statue of Liberty. They cover the oh, Statue yeah. of Liberty with that slime, the Dude. fucking pink goo. Hiya, hiya. Those those movies are great. Mm-hmm. I do look forward to however many different versions of the new ones they're coming out with. I always felt bad for you know in that scene because. The Statue of Liberty would have a concrete foot, so whenever they walked on the streets, so much concrete would be just broken up everywhere, you know? Concrete foot. I mean, in theory, she would be able to step off the concrete platform, and she's got, like, the the metal feet, like the bronze feet under that robe. Nah, she's like, well... Maybe, but she's I mean, if definitely you, you concrete. Would, you would definitely... No, the Statue of Liberty's made of bronze. Are you sure about this? Maybe not bronze. I... I, I uh, Let's find I'll, out. I'll edit it in. No, copper. we'll find out. It's it's, it's something. Yeah, I mean, I believe the Statue of Liberty might be made of copper. I know it was a gift so from tarnished. France. Yes, yeah. That's France interesting. Is, France is like, look what you let it do. Yeah, she's nothing but the whore. She is now green. <laughs> Have you been Which out I, there? Um, I walked. I mean, I was at a point where I had walked all day long. So I got to a point where I could see it through some trees, but I knew that if I wasn't going to take a ferry over there and actually see it, that I didn't want to like walk the extra, you know, half a mile it would take because my knees were were getting sore at that point. It was cold. Yeah, you I'd said you got like day. a little knee. Thing, yeah, like I a just wrap? I got a little you know knee brace, a little knee condom, you know, just to kind of just to kind of support my knee. Um, yeah. Because yeah, I walked. Did it so, help them? I, like, yeah, did, it did. It just it it helped it you know kind of rest and and all that. But I also didn't do that same amount of walking. Yeah, you know, I walked for almost eight straight hours that first day. That's a long. It was. Ass. It was yeah, all day. Like you know how from, many miles you probably went? I don't. I could figure it out. I but I thought about that way too late. I could have turned a pedometer on. Yeah. 
One of those little things that you put in your shoes? Just like an app on my phone. <laughs> it would have... Um, Everything's on an app now. Yeah. I'm going to go take a nap. Take a nap. <laughs> uh, Are we li- we're, we're, what are we I'm trying to here? find out what it was made of, and it's... Uh, it's just giving me a bunch of bullshit. Let's see. Oh, yeah, you could probably talk to Siri. We're going to double-team this. It is interesting. It's a... Uh, Oh, Base yeah. to torch, it's 151 feet, one inch. What is the Statue of Liberty made of? Let's see. Here is what I found. Copper on wrought iron. Don't talk to me like that. I mean, yeah. There it is. Construction materials. Statue of Liberty materials. Copper on wrought iron. From so- the ground to the torch, it's 305 feet tall. 93 wow. meters. That's that's tall. That's some tall shit. That is tall. You don't want to fall not, from that. It's not compared to some of those buildings. I mean, the One World Trade Center is a tall building. Do you think you could live falling off of that? No. You don't think just by chance you'd land on a nice soft well, patch I mean, of grass? Sure. You know what? There have been people who have fallen out of airplanes. Their parachutes don't work, and they hit the ground, and they have survived. Can you imagine that? So I'm sure there's a possibility, but to be fair, they probably... I don't know. I, I don't know the, anybody else's situations, but there's nothing but concrete around it. Yeah. So you're going to kind of, you're going to pop like a balloon on the I'm, ground. I, yeah. I'm splattered. Yeah. Those brains are going to be all over the place. Like <sighs> Tarantino film. Yeah. Hopefully Damn. Tarantino will be there to catch it. Those Ghostbusters, man, they were putting some slime everywhere. That wasn't very smart of them up in that, you know, I mean, at those heights. Could have, could have slipped. Yeah. <laughs> Fell. I love that that's all they had to do was just spray their splooge all over this fucking thing. And <laughs> <laughs> all of a sudden it like comes alive. Both of those movies. <laughs> like it's the brains, you know? Yeah. Yeah. That was genius. And Bill Murray, dude. Bill he was Murray. at South by. Oh, was he? I saw a bunch of people that I know in Austin. They nice. were posting pictures. He was at one of the shows. Of course he was. Of course he was. He just hangs out. Bill Murray likes to hang out. And he likes to just just hang with people. What's your favorite Bill Murray film? I think we did this already, and I think mine was uh, oh. Groundhog Day. Oh, I don't like any Bill Murray films. I don't. I don't respect him as an actor. Really? <laughs> <laughs> Whoa! No, dude, I think he's a badass. He is uh, a badass. I don't know, dude. I I like him in all the Wes Anderson I films. Mean, oh, sure. I think yes. Rushmore may be one of my favorite characters of him. See, that's one of the yeah. few Wes Anderson movies I think I haven't oh, seen. Oh, you got to see it. Yeah, it's a good yeah. one. You'll dig it. Rushmore. I think you'll dig it. I hope you dig it. That's his second movie. It was, yeah, Bottle so, Rocket so the first. I imagine it'll be a little bit more like Bottle Rocket leading up to something like the it's Royal definitely, Tenenbaums, right? Yeah, it's definitely a little less, because I think Tenenbaums moved into when it was all out, Super almost style. like a pop-up book. Yeah. Like yeah. all the characters were really pretty pristine in their little character outfits. Well, and, and he had his camera mo- movements mm-hmm. down and his symmetry and... Yeah, and I like Rushmore was the same, but you could still see a little bit more of the looseness of the way they filmed it. It wasn't as symmetrical and, cool. and stuff like that. But I don't know. I, I I don't know. It's still so good. It's weird. Oh no, I, I loved Bottle Rocket. You can Bottle see a Rocket's little bit of the flaws. Clearly, the same storyteller. You can see the progression of his art, and it's pretty fucking great. Yeah, it's yeah. so cool, man. Even like you, you wonder too. It's like when you see camera movements, and there's like a bump. Yeah. It's like shaky or something. You can't really blame. Can you blame the director for not 
fixing that? Or is it almost like the cinematographer or whoever's handling that camera is to blame? Or like, how does that work? If there's like a, you know what I mean? If there's a pan and then it bumps and it's like, ooh. I mean, technically the cinematographer should have, you know, well, they, they, that shouldn't happen. So that would be on the cinematographer for sure. If they could fix it in post, especially now, they probably will. Yeah. So it, it won't end up mattering really. Um, but I mean, sometimes it's as simple as they only, I mean, especially if they're shooting film, they only have a certain number of takes to get it. And that might've been the best of the three. And they also don't get to see it until at least a day and a half later. Yeah. So they've already moved on like way on from that. Uh, again, if they're doing it on film and which is another reason to go digital because, uh, less flaws. Well, uh, less flaws, exactly. You can do instantaneous playback mm-hmm. if and when necessary. And you get your footage processed and worked on by the next morning. There's something which about is, film. But, you know. Which is what I'm putting, uh, we're, we're circling oh, back yeah. around to the beginning, where I'm going to be on Midnight's again. Are you uh, concerned about turning into a werewolf and having to like be cordial in an office space while you're um, uh, foaming at the mouth? No, I'm, I think I... Uh, if anything, I would turn more into like a Dracula type character. Nice, but like Bela Lugosi, <laughs> Dracula. You know, which <laughs> is like, <laughs> like the wide eyes, dude. So ridiculous. There's so many versions of Dracula. Yeah. What was your favorite Dracula? Leslie Nielsen's Dracula Dead and Loving It. Really? No. I mean, that's that was that was a, a classic one, but it's still Leslie Nielsen. What's my favorite Dracula? Uh, actually, I'm going to shout out Dracula Untold. The oh. this latest that I don't was think a, I saw that it was good. It was a, a very good updating, you know, of this kind of story. I mean, it's it's not so much the classic Dracula story so much as it's the legend of Vlad the Impaler, who in legendary status is Dracula, yeah, the vampire. So you get his backstory and yeah, why he became, yeah. which I thought was a, a a very great way to to view this particular subject matter so i like that movie i'm i'm torn between uh stokers or is it is it stokers yeah. dracula yeah. yeah bram stoker bram stoker's yeah. dracula, bram stoker or something like that with, stroker with gary with gary oldman <laughs> yes dude nice I have not that seen guy that was just creepy as shit gary oldman is dracula dude mm. so good and then that. uh i'm torn between that and then uh Brad Pitt and Tom Cruise in uh, oh, yeah. Interview with a Vampire. I thought yeah. they were great. Yeah. They were they, like, that captured the world of vampirism for me, I think, the best. You didn't, you didn't even mention Twilight. No, I won't, <laughs> I won't give any credence. <laughs> I won't give any credence to that Kristen there Stewart. Was another, there was another vampire movie that, oh, Blade. The Blade movies I were, seem to remember thinking weren't too Yeah. Bad. I thought Kristen Stewart was great in... Um, Panic Room. Panic Room. I don't know that I saw that one. Jodie Foster. Uh, Jodie right? Foster yeah. and uh, I think it was Jodie Foster directed film as well. Jared Leto was in that one. Really? Yeah. As the Joker. As uh, Jared Leto, he played himself from oh. Third Eye Blind. Just kidding. He's not in Third Eye Blind. He's in another band. He's called, in uh, uh, Thirty Seconds to Mars. Thirty Seconds to Mars. Yes, because I was definitely not thinking the right band name. Just then. So, are you? Uh, how was the journey to and fro from uh, New York? Was it kind of damn so much travel? It was smooth. I mean, those are long flights, so it, it just kind of 
took me to the edge of how long I typically would like to sit. But again, if it was a road trip, you know, Shelby and I were doing 12 and 14 hours. Do you stay uh, like uh, well occupied on this or do you get really tired and fall asleep for a while? Or I what? typically don't sleep, but this time when I was coming back, I, I definitely slept. I had some weird sleep habits that past couple of days. Oh, um, like what's, what's that mean? Like, like tossing uh, and turning or? Well, no, because I was doing traveling and I was working really late. So the night I left, I was up at noon, worked all the way till about 2.30 p.m. No, excuse me, 2.30 a.m. A.m. Slept until 4. Oh, gosh, that's not a long time to sleep. Went to my Wait, flight. Wait, 4 p.m.? No, 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 4 a.m., an oh hour and a half. God. Went to my flight, got on the flight, slept another hour, kind of woke up and and had a little bit of energy. So you kind of took a nap. And yeah, was... I did that like three times in the space of 48 hours. Oh, that's so weird. That's yeah. a trippy thing to do. It was it was bizarre, but I, uh, I'm here on the other side of it. Nice. So New York was great. New York was cold. What was your favorite thing that happened besides FAO Schwartz? And playing the, uh, was, was awesome. chopsticks on I did the, yeah, the giant piano, yeah. <laughs> they have Madame Tussauds like wax figure. They're doing You could the wish to be big and uh wait. Sorry, that was two different movies. What was the fa- I mean, I did dig the World Trade Center Museum. That was that was something that was really cool to to just see this exhibit. See what what they put together to <laughs> to Continually remind us that something happened this day. Terrorism. You know, it's uh, just, it was, you know, in, in two very distinct ways, mm-hmm. I, I reacted. You know, there's the, the human reaction way because, you know, it did actually affect people's lives. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you kind of relate to those people. But then there's just everything that happened afterwards. We know now I was telling, who was I talking to? I was talking to my grandmother and I said, it's something that I think is going to more so benefit two generations from now. People that weren't alive when this happened, you know, it'll be something, I think that'd be geared towards them. I don't think it's, it it's can be fully appreciated by the people who lived through it. It is weird to think that there will be people two generations from now and we could, interact with them yeah and they'll be like you guys did what it's like the holocaust people you know people, people were doing what yes it's so insane you know it is it's messed up it's kind of frustrating look, being in it now and we're like we can be able to talk about it because so many people are talking about it now you know yeah all these questions of there's there's holes in every story almost of course now. there are and so we're almost catching it to a degree in real time and it'll be interesting to, when we're 80 years old, to talk to people about this time and be like, damn, yeah, it was a really fucked up Yeah, time. do you remember this time, man? Oh, We've got some podcasts we could show you about it. We do. Where we're we talking do. about how crazy it was right now. We're on episode like 529. Yeah, yeah. Oh, 29. Okay, so so we're at the, we're at the number of episodes that I, I'll have to, to leave off. Because I'm currently 29. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, since I've been 29, we've been kicking ass and taking, well. Many names. N- titles of podcasts. You know, we've been we coming have, up with some good ones. We have been. Um, Didn't realize that. What were you doing at 29? 
At 29, I was, uh, what year was that? 12, 2012. Okay. Yeah, three years ago. Yeah, I was uh, making record, man. I moved to Dallas. Nice. And uh, I moved from Nashville to Dallas and oh, uh, moved okay. into my buddy's apartment. Okay. Over uh, on the east side of uh, Deep Ellum. Okay. So kind of the, I can't remember the east name. East side of Deep Ellum. So kind of close to downtown? Close to downtown, but a little bit out of out of it. So do you know where Real Effects is? Yeah. That's the east of Deep Ellum. Well, I mean, further out of Deep Ellum. Because I would consider, yeah, okay. it was okay. like if you took the road, oh gosh, Abrams it's like, maybe? Oh, okay. It kind of, those roads get all blurry to me. They, Names of them. Yeah, blurred lines. Blurred That's lines. That's all it comes, it comes down to. You owe me. me seven million now, Ian. Man. Um, I was wondering, I was, uh, Weird Al, you told me that Weird Al pays for a cover. He pays for the, the rights to make a cover to any of these songs, and he just is allowed to change the lyrics and reinterpret the song, right? So if Robin Thicke is now having to pay Marvin Gaye's... Um, Don't call Marvin that, Ian. Come on. But but if, nice... if they're having to pay the estate of Marvin Gaye, mm-hmm. seven point however many million dollars, does that mean that Weird Al has to somehow... Because Turn gay? He, I don't think so. He, <laughs> he paid for the rights to cover Robin Thicke's song. But now by, de- well, by default, I mean, I'm just, that's just I something don't know. That that's my brain intri- was thinking. You know, that's something for the suits to figure out. I imagine know? it's it's a, an innocent, uh, you know, no. type of a crime. You know, not, that's not even thing. crime. It's, like, like, it's a situation that, you know, Weird Al was just, Covering a very popular song. Well, he his whole career is is parroting yes these number one hits yes, and he makes fun of society. He makes fun of himself. He makes fun of everything that he sees. You know, so it's kind of I don't know. His songs are kind of uh, Al. I think the truthful side of a lot of the pop songs that he's even mimicking because most true. of them are all the same. If you really look at the lyric content, which it's you know true. I'm guilty of the same. It's very easy to fall into a. Like a formula of writing. Yeah. So I don't know if that makes any sense. It's like movie making or whatever, or when people write stories of movies. You know, we were talking earlier about how people literally just copy other shit. And it's crazy because it's almost like people s- grab from a for- from like these certain blocks. Yeah. They'll add that into their script and then they'll find oh, that yeah. one thing that makes it, okay, well, what's going to get this movie to be funded or get someone to pay attention to it? It's right. just one element. But everything else is the same kind of story. So someone's Lundgren. in love. Someone, you know, runs where they shouldn't run, and they're going to get in trouble. And right. someone has to come save them. You know, I don't know if that's. Am I being cynical about films? No, but it, there are no original stories anymore. That's that's a saying that many people say. Except our own individual stories. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't have to be. I, it, new to me is totally different. It's how would I explore that kind of a story? That in and of itself makes it an original idea for me. I would Ford explore it. You would Ford explore it? Yeah. Nice. No. (laughs) I mean, it's true, though. I mean, what you're saying is true. I mean, it is, it's hard to figure out what makes anything that way, you know? Yeah. I don't know. It's just a funky ass thing to think about. The world? The universe? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, just everything everyone's doing. Everything. Like thinking about <clears throat> the fact that somebody has to deal with the whole legal issue with these songs now. 
That's true. And that would kind of be a pain in the ass. I wouldn't want to deal with that. Yeah, nobody wants that on their plate. <laughs> but at the same time, it's what keeps people in business. Somebody wants that on their plate because they can get a little commission. Right, right, exactly. You know? Exactly. But I think the, the family of Marvin Gaye is getting a pretty nice chunk of change. That's true. $7.4 million or something like that. Plus potential residuals, I guess, unless they um, they could never pull that song. They can't do it. I don't think so. It was so popular. It's like a train that you can't stop. I mean, how are you going to pull that song? You can't. You can't pull it. You can only pull it from playing on the radio, sure. But, I mean... I don't know if that's ever been done. Has that been done? Songs being pulled from the radio? Yeah, like, if yeah. we don't pull this song... I'm sure. But really big songs. You know, when a song is big... I, I, I don't know for certain, but I think... With as much controversy that has happened in American society in the last 50 years even, there has to have been songs that were incredibly popular songs that were pulled from the radio and have not been heard on the radio since. Hmm. Who knows? Like the Mickey Mouse song? Like the the Mickey Mouse song. That was the number one for a while. M-I-C. It was Annette Funicello. <laughs> Oh, jeez. Dude, I still have a... We need to go to Disneyland. I still have my season pass, and I have to use it. Yeah. I've only used it a few times. See, I I still have never been. It's a crazy-ass place. It's really neat, and it's also creepy. So if you like both of those things smashed together... How much money do you think I would spend on just a day trip to Disneyland? Are you being conservative, or are you just like... I'll what, buy from here. You, I'm gonna buy would, some of this. No, I'm, gonna I'm not gonna go. I'm not gonna go buy merchandise. Probably at all. My little Ian Mickey Mouse ears. No, no, probably not. I'm probably not uh, gonna go buy merchandise. But like I might lunch, buy some food. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Admission. I think admission's pretty stuff. high. So I think admission. I w- I would imagine is is something like a hundred, hundred and. Thirty dollars, yeah, something like something. that. It's ridiculous for a day pass. Well, the reason I got a season pass was it was almost the same price. Yeah, I just you pay almost the same for entry, and then on top of that, I pay like fifteen bucks a month. Yeah, and then I can go anytime I want. There's yeah. blackout times, obviously, when sure. the elitists get to go. The elitists, <laughs> the, the everybody else in the world gets to go. Yeah, it's those who pay the higher ticket price. Right. Yes, yeah. like me. I understand. I understand. People like me. I understand. I enter. Stand. <laughs> I have Tinkerbell hostage. I'm getting. Oh wow! She's like in I a little. Uh, I know, right? How could you tie up Tinkerbell though? Without like, she's so tiny. Like a little garbage tie. <laughs> a little twisty tie. But what if you twist it too tight? And all of a sudden, it's like, <gasps> oh shit! It's like, I'm sorry, Julia Roberts. Julia Roberts. <laughs> Julia Roberts. Holy cow. She was fucking Tinkerbell. She was a good one. She she's was. my Tinkerbell. Yeah, she's she's she was a great Tinkerbell. Well, Dustin Hoffman's Captain Hook for me. Yes. For sure. Absolutely. For sure. Yeah. Not uh no, Robin Williams. Not uh well, uh <laughs> <laughs> I'm Captain Hook. Captain Hook. <laughs> I'm gonna do some tap dancing. Yes. Oh, man. That was amazing. Christopher Walken, can you come on the show? Uh, I'm sorry for making fun of your voice. It's Actually, okay. You did a much better job than I. I, I realize that my impressions are very lacking. Dude, mine are the shittiest. I, I mean, just, yours, are, yours are 
I go with mine. I've got nothing to lose. I I go with it. Right. Uh, It's nothing like Dylan. I think too much. uh, Dylan practices. Jake Newton. Yes. Those guys can do voices. They've got some talent. They do. It's crazy. One of these days, we're going to have them on the show, and you're not going to know it's them. It'll be... uh, It's going to be them doing us. Oh, that would be incredible. (laughs) That would be cool. How would that work? <laughs> yeah. I'm doing the, yeah, doing that thing. Yeah. It was uh that was dream sequence. Yeah. I was like from Wayne's World. Yeah. Yeah. Um that would be interesting. Somebody who can do voices yeah. to to mimic your own voice, that yeah. might be pretty creepy to hear. It would be. I don't know if it sounds the same cuz you know when you project your voice out, it sounds different. You're hearing it different than I'm hearing my own voice. Sure. You know? It's cuz I have the vibrations in my head. Um, I mean, if you close your ears, I mean, you have all of whatever that is as a yes, part of you've got that. that's adding to your perception of your own voice, mm-hmm. which is why it's nice to have headphones in, mm-hmm. you know, while we were recording this, because now I get the external perception of my voice much more clearly. I'm hearing very little of my own reverb, even though I am, I can feel it in you know the bones in my skull. Um, the, the skull in your bones, skull and bones, the skull and bones, the, the, the meat and two veg. <laughs> <laughs> that's not related. The meat and two veg. That's just terrible. We shouldn't Ooh, be talking about that. Gosh. Women's but, rights. Women's rights. Yeah. <laughs> Humans rights. All of us rights. He for she, right? Yeah. We're all of us in, in this together. We're all here to fight, uh, uh, peacefully, uh, injustices, which is inequality and, uh, Non, or being limited, you know? Non, non-inclusion. Stop limiting the human uh, potential. That's yeah, what I, mean, I would say. The, the word exclusive, everybody strives to be in some exclusive category. Until you think about what the word exclusive means, you are excluding other people. Yeah. Why? why you shut the why door. Would, why would we want to do that? It is fool's games to do those things. It and, is. And... Uh, it's crazy though. It's like when you're young, you kind of do it a lot. I did it a lot when I was a kid. I I I, I, I describe to things. Wonder where know? that comes from. Because then we're taught to do that. We're just taught in school. You know, you have to like think this way about sports. You have to in think school. this way about band. You have to think this way about acting. I mean, I think that's why my that's part of why my parents pulled us out is because they saw that they were like, no way, we are not going to have. Uh, our family grow up like that, and we didn't. We are the most inclusive people I think we could have ever been. You have to you have to rely on a very underpaid staff to spark that interest in your child, and that's a very vulnerable time. And so, pairing that with uh, five hundred a other shitty children. curriculum, yeah, that's full of lies. It's very difficult. You know, it's crazy as an adult to look back and go, damn, dude, the shit we were doing. Like, even like, honestly, even doing like the Pledge of Allegiance, we have to like stare at this flag and pledge your allegiance to something none of us really understand a whole lot about, you know? Right. I had no idea why we were doing it when I was in school. Mm hmm. It's interesting. No clue. But I mean, I think people are becoming aware of it all the time now. So it's, it's something that, is continuously being examined at this time, you yeah. know? Like we were talking about earlier, when we're 80 years old, people now, like us, 
we're talking about shit that who knows what people are talking about when we're 80. You know, yeah, it could be yeah. hold of, like hologram today pissed me off. I was standing there <laughs> and this hologram showed its little hologram dick at me. And of course, and they're protected by the bylaws. It hologram pissed on me. <laughs> All those pixels bounced off oh. my, my pant leg. Speaking of, have you seen the, the trailer for Adam Sandler's new movie, Pixels? I did. It's got some potential. I was offended. Well, in a good way. The ghosts were not Mini Coopers. They're actual ghosts, not oh, well. Mini Coopers. That was clever, though. That it was, was clever. That was some, some Italian job type shit. It was. And they did a good job with the pastel colors. They, yeah, uh, I think. shout out to uh, Diane Antwerp. To, yeah. to <laughs> Chappie. <laughs> the Chappie. <laughs> oh, Ninja. Man. Well. And, uh, Kim Jongji. What was her name? Kim. Yolandi. Yolandi. <laughs> Kim yeah. Jong-il. Kim jong <laughs> Kim Jong-un, excuse me. Kim jong Yeah, he's actually, uh, I think he's making a trip to Russia or somewhere. Kim Jong? Yeah, he's like making his first move. Like, no way. Like his first trip somewhere in a long time. I Interesting. Don't I don't know. I mean, he could be traveling all around. I mean, dude, the motherfucker could be at Disneyland right now and no one would really know. Like, you think he gets, he gets nervous when he flies? Uh, you know, honestly, with MH370, uh, all that shit, planes that? disappearing like that. Yeah. Without oh, okay, a trace okay. Malaysian and no one being able to explain it. I'm sorry. There's GPS, there's black boxes, and no one can find this thing. Yeah. I, I'm sorry. Whoa. Um, how did we jump from Kim Jong-un? I would fear okay. that kind of reality as somebody who is audibly being called out, being propagandized about, could oh. potentially all be true. I don't know. I don't, I don't really know shit about North Korea besides what I'm told. Right. If he's doing those things, that's fucked, and he should probably not do them. Uh <laughs> But if it is true, to you know put what I'm it saying? succinctly. But I mean, you know what I mean? Like in his world, every time you get in a plane and shit, like planes are disappearing full of Chinese tourists or China, Chinese tourists, uh, Chinese citizens. Yeah. Or uh, any citizens. Like it doesn't matter where you're from. Like we're all humans disappearing. You know, that's a problem that shouldn't happen. And how does it happen? No one can explain it. So. As a leader, I would be fucking really concerned because I I I, I refuse you, to believe a plane can just disappear. I unless just you do had not something it. to do with it. Either that, I mean, it's not even you had something to do with it. If you're a world leader, you you are probably privy to a lot more information. You might know who where it did end up, potentially or who yeah. did do this. So yeah, because if you're all sipping drinks at the water cooler, right. but you're playing out a game, right. we don't know about that. But they it's may. Like, it's like the John Wick Hotel. Yeah, you know, everybody's, exactly. Everybody's Dude. fucking bastards, but they're all they're all just rubbing shoulders and and being it's all. It's just savvy. a game. Yeah, and it's you know, it's not something to like. It's not really something to get mad about or you know try to or solve. It's just realizing that there are definitely pe- people using people's ignorance against them, and it's just bad, and it should stop. Because it's now we've got the internet and everyone's like seeing what's going on with all sorts of any issue that happens. People are now researching it all across the board. Something like the internet is pulling away all of the ability for people to do things unnoticed because the internet, something's up instantly. There are people who, who retweet and spread that stuff like wildfire within seconds of it actually going live on the internet. Titty pick. So if it suddenly starts being squashed and, and you know, thrown away, 
then people are going to take notice a lot quicker than newspapers and things like that because then there's too much time to wait with any of the older media. The internet has instantized everything, good and bad. The only safe thing you can do, I think, in any world where you're trying to actually learn from everybody is to be able to look at every angle of everything. So if someone's controlling the information you're receiving, right, that information can be manipulated like nobody's, but it already is. Like it's happening already. Like our, our Google searches to your ads, like the ads that you'll receive personally yeah. on your Facebook or whatever, yeah. it's all tailored to you and where you go on the internet. And it's kind of getting to this point where I think humanity's kind of just getting disgusted with it. It's almost... Uh, I don't know. I don't I don't know what the answer is going to be or how it's going to fully play out, but I feel like the only real truth you can pull from anything that's happening on the planet yeah. is everything's continuously being exposed. Everything's continuously being rubbed up against. And so that will never stop. That's the snowball that will never be stopped. It's the truth that people are kind of desiring, I think, and I don't know, like I mean, we talk about a lot of crazy shit on these shows. Yeah. But it just seems to me like as long as people have the freedom to just talk about it. Yeah. No answers. Because there are no answers. The second someone says, mm I'm shutting my mind to it. Well, that's the person that I don't want to, you know, fucking rely on. Because that's yeah. someone who's closing their mind off. Yeah. They're always welcome to come to come and... and you, you just know, put it in the bank. Just cap. throw it back there. Yeah, exactly. You've got to. You've got to. Ah, you have to be open. You have to be open to everything. I mean, like you today. File it. Yeah. Just file it. You don't have to like even believe any of it. You're seeing. Just take it and go. Okay, this is information someone believes in so hard. They dedicated how many years? Yeah. You just file it, and then the more you look at your life, you can kind of figure out what the truths are as you encounter shit. You know. Right. Interesting. It's fascinating. It's uh, it's what LeVar Burton taught us on reading Rainbow. <clears throat> reading Rainbow. No, he he didn't teach us that. LeVar Burton taught people a lot. Well, he he taught a lot of people to appreciate books. Yeah, reading. he did, and he's doing it now, even uh, as we speak. He is. It's coming on back. <clears throat> Shout out to uh, LeVar Burton. LeVar Burton officially invited. <laughs> yeah, invited on high there. <laughs> uh, but don't take our word for it. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Dude, I'm gonna I'm gonna pack it in. I am Let's pack it in, fairly dude. exhausted. I don't even know what time it is. I don't I is there still time? There's time. What's what time? What is what is time? <laughs> um It's eleven or it's midnight. Twenty nine. It's oh, time. Okay, man, that was good. That was a good little show. We pushed ourselves into the midnight hour. Um check us out online, everybody. Yeah. Enter the elf Feed the tree if you have any extra coins under the couch. Help us out. Help us out with with being able to propel this network into the future of what it's going to be. Uh, we really would love everybody to be involved in it, not necessarily have to, you know, listen to all sorts of ads all the time mm-hmm. because we have to go to, to businesses. Brought to, to you by Squarespace. Yeah, exactly. I mean, <laughs> varying elements of that maybe we'll, uh, we'll be able to, to figure out, but... You know, for things like merchandise, you know, we want everybody to to try and get involved uh, with us because we'd like to be able to bring you 
tailor-made, you know, requestable type of items. Mm-hmm. Things Shit, that, that will be exclusive. Be amazing. Limited run shirts. We got some ideas cooking. Yeah, we've got some stuff McCooking. McCooking. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I guess for this week on High Dare, Joe, I'm Ian. Uh, and I'm Joe. And, uh, well, we're going to tap dance. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> we got to go. I'm embarrassed. Erase that. Follow us on Twitter at high underscore dare. And be sure to check us out online at enterthealftree.com for all you old school dot comers. <laughs> 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 <laughs>